Welcome to the Stop Over Drinking and Start Living podcast, where high achieving working moms come to learn how to stop over drinking, reduce overwhelm and anxiety, and show up like the players they were meant to be. I'm your host, Angela Masenek, and let's dig in. Welcome to episode 15, Reflections on My 40th Year. What's up? How are you guys? So when you are listening to this, I'll be 41. So please send me your birthday wishes. (laughs) But I'm not 41 yet as I record this because I record my podcast a couple days early before it's published. So it's kind of fun to talk about what will be happening by the time you guys get this podcast episode. So things are awesome over here. I'm battling a combination of allergies and a head cold right now. In North Carolina, we get a blanket, I'm not joking, but a blanket of green pollen starting in early April, April, and it goes through like the third week in April here. And it's like green everywhere. It's like a mist of green as you're driving down the highway, the fog, there's like layers of mist, like rain, but it's pollen. It's green pollen that's spraying everywhere. I'm not being dramatic. (laughs) You can see it on the side of the streets. Like you can taste it when you go outside. It's just unbelievable. And it coats everything. Um, And it just happens to be always around my birthday and around my son Arlo's birthday that this pollen is super, super thick. So it's beautiful. Everything is in bloom and green and lush, but there's a coat of pollen everywhere. Not only do I have had, I have allergies, but now I also have a cold. So, um, but it's all good. Working through it. Last weekend, I took my daughter to Carolina Beach for three nights for my birthday, and we had the best time. We rode bikes together. It was the first time that Ayla has really rode outside of the neighborhood and like actually had to cross into traffic. We had to go um, ride our bikes around a roundabout and deal with traffic that way, go through traffic lights, crossroads. Um, and it was really awesome to work through that with her and get over both of our fears for that situation on the bikes. Um, we rode on a ferry. We went to the beach. We went and did a tour of this USS battleship in Wilmington, North Carolina. It was a World War II battleship. It was raining one day and like went underneath the ship and saw the living quarters and their kitchens. And, you know, they had full surgical suites and dentist offices. Like it was really, really cool to see. She loved it too. Um, one story that we'll never forget that will mark this trip that we'll never forget is that as we were riding our bikes off the ferry, I had my car key in my hand because we had ridden our car or driven our car to the ferry terminal with our bikes inside. And then we took our bikes out and rode onto the ferry. And then on the other end where the ferry landed on the other side, we got off and rode into this cute little historic town. And then we rode back, got on the ferry, whatnot. So I had my car key in my hand and I had my hand on the bicycle handle and I was exiting the ferry. We had to go across this ramp and the ramp was over water like the sea (laughs) and I dropped the key and it went through the grates into the water below you guys and we only have one car and I had the car my husband was back in Chapel Hill with no car and the other side of the keys and of course it was Saturday night and nothing's open on Sunday. And um, anyway, I handled, I I like in that moment, I said, thank God for life coaching. And I can coach myself through this and not completely lose my shit. So anyway, we got back to our house that we were staying at. And 
we soon realized that there were no locksmiths open on the island on a Sunday. And so my husband had to drive three and a half hours to save us. (laughs) He borrowed my friend's car and drove three hours on his Sunday and gave us a spare set of keys. So he picked us up at the rental house and then we went to back to the ferry terminal where the car was parked. And I got in the car. It was no problem. I left my name and phone number and address with the people at the ferry because in case they were to find the key, because when we had gotten back there, we could see that the tide from was out. And so we could see actually the bottom of like the sandy, mucky water where I had dropped the key. We could see the bottom of it. So it was like, maybe we could actually see the key if the tide goes completely out. And so the people at the ferry said that they would look for it and let me know. Well, so we left, said our goodbyes. We're like, we're never seeing this key again. And so we're driving for like 30 minutes. We're well outside of town now. And I get a call from the ferry people. We found your key. <laughs> so I turned around, went back, got the key. It was laying exactly where it had fallen through, just in the mud. And um, it worked. It didn't even like get ruined from being underwater overnight. So good story there. That is one trip that I will never forget. And neither will my daughter. My 41st birthday trip to Carolina Beach. And we lost our van key and found it in the sea the next day. So there you have it. But anyway, reflections on my 40th year is the topic for today's podcast. And it's going to be, I've broken it up to three chunks because there's so much (laughs) that I want to tell you about my 40th year and everything that I did and accomplished. But I want to make sure that when you listen to it, you can apply some of the same things to your life. And from this point forward, from this moment on, you can have the best year of your life. So I've broken it up into three parts. There's the before part. So before I turn 40, I'm going to get into that. And then the during the 40th year part is the second part. And then the third part is how you can move forward to make the next year of your life the best yet. So this is the before part. Three years ago, I had decided that I wanted to celebrate 40 instead of being upset by it. (laughs) And I thought I'm going to ring it in so that it's fun and I feel excited instead of dreading it. And so many of my friends were not excited about turning 40. And I knew I'd rather had fun instead of being upset. My thought about turning 40 was that I wanted it to be my best year yet. So anyway, just that one thought about my 40th birthday set into motion many things in my life. I decided I wanted to start my own business. And I started a little blog called Artist and Angela. Then I quit my job on my 39th birthday. And then I started to plan an epic 40th birthday trip to Greece and Italy. And then I found the Life Coach School. And I signed up for coaching for myself and to get some business coaching to take my business to the next level. And I got to tell you, once I started paying for my own coaching, my coach urged me to choose one thing to work on for the whole year. And so I decided to go all in on my health and weight loss. And I learned how to manage my mind around food and alcohol. And I lost 45 pounds. And I learned how to permanently stop over drinking. By me paying for a life coach, it helped me be in the game. I was putting money in and I wanted to take full advantage of all the tools that she had that were available. And my life coach helped me see what obstacles were in my way. And by the way, my obstacles were always my thoughts. She helped me see which thoughts were helping me move forward and get closer to my goals and which thoughts were holding me back and keeping me stuck. 
and I immediately saw the value of having a coach. I wanted quick results and was willing to pay to get them. So when my 40th birthday arrived last year, I was already off to an amazing start. The momentum I was experiencing just blasted off from there. So now I'm going to discuss the part of during my 40th year. I decided that I wanted to become a life coach that helped other women similar to me experience the transformations that I had in such a short amount of time. So I signed up for life coach training through the life coach school, which is the best life coach school in the world, by the way. (laughs) As I was waiting for my certification program to begin, I took an online marketing course with Amy Porterfield and I developed an online course called Reduce Your Desire to Overdrink. And I set up all of my online systems to so that when I came back from coach training, I could pe- press the go button and start helping people right away. Also, last summer, I, after I turned 40, I worked on increasing my running time and I ran four, phrase, four races, each one faster than the other. And along that whole time during the, me developing the course and increasing my running speed and all that, I was getting coached. I was able to see results in real time when I changed how I was thinking. And it was like magic every time it happened. And I traveled all over the fucking place. Not only did I go to Greece and Italy, I visited Chicago, our beaches here in um, the Outer Banks of North Carolina. I spent a week in Dallas, Texas. I traveled to Seattle. We celebrated our 10th wedding anniversary in Turks and Caicos. We took a surprise trip to Indiana for Christmas. I saw my best friend in Boston. I went to Dallas again. I flew to Seattle for a book signing from Susan Hyatt. And I just wrapped up my final trip of the 40th year with my daughter at Carolina Beach. I did all of this while growing my business, raising my three kids, and improving my relationships with all the people I care about. Most significantly, my dad, my husband, and my sister. And this podcast is not me bragging, I swear. I just want to illustrate what is possible for all of you when you learn how to manage your mind. I want to be an example of what is possible in your lives. I want to tell you that life can be as amazing as you want it to be. You can start a business, lose weight, stop over drinking, travel, improve your relationships, and live an exhilarating life if you want to. I also want to illustrate what having a life coach has helped me do. Y'all, if you want to have some fast results and accomplish things you've never thought possible and up-level your game in all areas of your life, hire a life coach. (laughs) Stop saying you don't need one. Everyone needs a life coach. We all need direction and for someone to illustrate our obstacles and to show us that this is our own minds that are holding holding us back. I want to live a colorful and exciting life. So I do, and I also get coached every single week. I coach myself every day, multiple times a day. Do you know how I have accomplished so much in such a short amount of time? I hired a coach, (laughs) and I learned how to manage my brain to get the exact outcomes I wanted. I learned that I can change my thoughts to lose weight and to stop over drinking. And once I solved those problems, I had a lot of time to focus on more interesting things in my life besides food and alcohol. So I used the same tools that helped me change my thoughts about the food and the alcohol, and I applied it to running, to growing and marketing my business, improving my relationships, and, and helping as many people as possible, even if they never paid me a cent. I use my brain like a computer. I tell it what I want, I generate thoughts that make me feel good, and then I take action. 
And I do that over and over and over again, every single day. And when I get stuck, I get coached and I'm able to move on quicker than I used to. Sometimes I'm not able to see which thoughts are holding me back and keeping me stuck. So my coach identifies them for me and she helps me come up with new ones that I can start practicing and then I move forward. Some days I don't want to do the things like get up and run or write a podcast episode or record videos, but I do them anyway. I recognize my thoughts like I don't want to or it doesn't matter and I ignore them. Some of you might not think you have time to do all the things or don't have time to write out your thoughts every day or work on yourselves, but those are just thoughts you're having and it doesn't mean that that they are true. You can choose to make your life a priority right now. I don't care what your situation is. You can choose whatever you want. You already are. You might not think that you're not having a choice in all the things you have going on, like maybe you're taking care of your sick parents or managing all of your kids and their activities and your full-time job and your spouse and, and, and all these things. But my friends, you don't have to do any of it. You are choosing to. No one is there threatening you that they will hurt you or something horrible if you don't do these things. You have free will and it's a choice you are making to do the things that you are doing in your life. So stop lying to yourself. (laughs) Don't say you have to because you don't. Instead, say, I'm choosing to do these things. I make my life the number one priority in my life. My life comes before my children's, my husband's, my clients, my friends. I take care of me first and then all the rest come after. When I take care of myself, I have more capacity to take care of other people. And when I take care of myself, I'm happy to take care of them. There's no dread or blame or resentment because I'm taking care of me and I know taking care of them is a choice and I'm choosing to do it. This is not selfish, it's love. I'm a better mom, wife, daughter, and friend because I take care of me first. I don't blame anyone for not having enough time because I am in control of my own time and what I do with it. Another big lesson I have learned and that has contributed to this past year being the best year of my entire life is that I stopped giving away my emotional well-being to other people. I learned that our thoughts create our emotions and no one can hurt our feelings or make us feel unappreciative or sad or angry. I don't blame how I'm feeling on anyone else ever. If I get mad at my kids, I know it's just because of what I'm thinking about them. If I feel disappointment with my dad not coming to visit me, I know it's my own thoughts about him that are making me feel that way. If I feel scared or worried or get anxious, I always know it's my own thoughts that are causing it and not anyone or any situation. Knowing this, I've been able to suffer suffer significantly less. I still get upset and sad and angry and frustrated because I'm a normal human being, But I don't stay with those emotions for very long and they don't cause me to stall out or prevent me from doing all the things I want to do. When you accept and take on your own emotional well-being and stop blaming everyone else for how you are feeling, you become a powerful, unstoppable beast. And lastly, another reason I've had such an amazing year is that I took some big risks. One of those risks was paying almost $20,000 to become a certified life coach. And let me tell you, there is no guarantee that I will come out of that certification program and all of a sudden magically start making money. That was a huge risk financially for us. However, I believed with 100% of everything that I have that I would earn that money back. 
I believed so hard in myself that I was willing to risk it. And I told myself that I failed. The worst case scenario was that I'd have to go back to work to working for somebody else. And to me, it was worth it. I believed in me, so I put my money in that belief. I also believed that I could help people, that what I would offer my clients would be life-changing, just like my own life has been completely transformed when I hired a life coach. I wanted to be an example of what is possible, so I'm willing to take the risks first, do all the things first, invest first, have transformations first, so that I can coach my clients through all of the same things. I also too, took big risks in continuing to invest in my business. By taking all the money that I'm earning and making and reinvesting it back into my business to help more people and to expand my current thinking and to grow as an entrepreneur. I took big risks emotionally and allowed myself to be vulnerable to failure. I publicly share my big goals professionally and personally with the world. That doesn't come without some risk, my friends. I risk my pride and potential clients when I share that I have failed or that I am not perfect or things don't work out the way I thought they would. I'm risking the potential for humiliation. I risk all the negative things people say about me and what I teach. I risk rejection every single day. Those risks, though, have paid off tenfold. Yes, lots of failures along the way. Trust me, there are lots of failures, but I learn from them and then I move on to figuring out the right way. The failures are necessary to grow and to create the exact thing I want to create. My 40th year, I went all in, in every area of my life. And the results from that are ridiculous, you guys. What if I hadn't hired a life coach? What if I didn't decide to make 40 the best year of my life? What if I let the fear of losing $20,000 hold me back from going for my dreams of being a life coach? that helped hardworking mamas like you live their best lives. Not only would my life still be stuck in auto-repeat with overeating and over-drinking and 45 pounds overweight, I'd be giving away my emotional well-being to other people, but I wouldn't have shown up for all of you. I wouldn't have contributed to the well-being of the world and helped people improve their lives, helped smart, capable, badass women stop over-drinking so they could live their best lives and create better lives for their families. All of that wouldn't have been possible if I didn't learn how to manage my thoughts. Our thoughts are everything. They create our lives and they should be managed if you want to have a fulfilling, amazing, limitless life. Okay, the final part of this podcast is how you can have the best year of your life. Ask yourself, if you could do anything, what would it be? Anything at all. Is it finally stop over drinking? Is it permanently lose weight? Is it to start a side gig? What is it? Then ask yourself, what is in your way of doing this thing? Why aren't you working towards it? Those answers are just your thoughts. I can almost guarantee that it's your thoughts that are keeping you stuck than any outside circumstance. What are you willing to do to accomplish what you want? Ask yourself why or why not? Again, the answers will be 90% of your thoughts and maybe 10% fact. If your answers are, I don't have enough time, that's a lie. You have 24 hours a day. What are you doing in that time? It's all a choice how we spend our time. Don't let yourself say you have to to do anything because you don't. I'm able to have three kids, all in elementary school, my own business, a spouse, lots of friends, exercise on a regular basis, travel, and do all the things that that a life like that entails. So can you. 
I am not special. I don't have any more time than you, and I don't have a special brain, and I wasn't born this way. <laughs> if your answers are around money, ask yourself, what are you currently spending your money on? Car payment, mortgage, vacations, clothes, alcohol, going out to eat, kids programs. Know what you spend your money on is a choice, and you're choosing to spend your money on what you value. You value your home and your car and your wine and your food and your vacations and your clothes and your coffees. You don't have to spend money on any of it, but you are choosing to. So stop saying you can't afford to follow your dreams and instead say you're choosing to spend money on other things besides your dreams. Don't lie to yourself anymore. Tell the truth and then decide if you're willing to invest in yourself and your dreams. Also, if it's not time or money, it's likely fear. You might worry about what other people will think, or you are scared it won't work, or you will fail. This is letting the idea of a future emotion hold you back from going for it. Think about this. Yes, you might experience failure if you go all in on your dreams. But so what? The feeling of failure is nothing you can't handle. The feeling of fear is something you are meant to handle. Don't think by not going all in you are avoiding these feelings. You are just feeling ahead of time by not doing it. And that is called staying stuck. And feeling stuck feels like shit. Way worse than the feeling of failure. At least with failure, you can say you tried. Staying safe and stuck does not have bragging rights, my friends. Now that you have answered these questions, what do you want to do? Do you want to move forward and start living the life you've always dreamed about? Do you want a 40th year similar to mine? If yes, awesome. If no, awesome. Just decide and then stop beating yourself up about it. What causes us the most pain is wanting something and then not getting it. We feel stuck because we know we want to move past where we are, but it's difficult or we don't understand why we are stuck. Once you get clear on what you want and stop lying to yourself about how hard it it is to achieve, you can move forward and get whatever it is that you want. In closing, this podcast I shared my before thinking that led me to have the most amazing year of my life. I shared what I did during this year to accelerate my personal and professional growth and what this year and what put this year down in the books as the best year in my, of my life and how you can get clear on what you want and which thoughts might be holding you back from taking actions towards your dreams. The biggest takeaways are life coaching saved my life. Me investing in me And taking risks in me paid off in the biggest ways for me and in turn, my family and my clients. I suggest you invest in yourself and put your mind at the top of the list and go all in on yourself. It's the best bet you can ever make. And of course, if you want my help, you can schedule your free 30-minute consult so I can show you what that investment would look like. I've got a brand new eight-week private program It has been customized to what my clients have asked for, and it's unlike anything else out there, my friends. I would love to talk to you about it. I would love to show you what is possible. Schedule that 30-minute consult by clicking the link in the show notes, and I'll talk to you soon. Till next week. And don't forget to send me all of your birthday wishes. Bye for now.